Um, look, I thought of just speaking for a few minutes on Isaiah 53, verse um, 4, 5, those two verses. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we seemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. And upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace and with his stripes were healed. I love that last um, phrase and I, I wanted to give a little bit of attention to that. And with his stripes were healed. Um, I'm drawn to that phrase because of our present circumstances, because you know that at the present time, there's some extraordinary steps being taken all around the world, aren't there, to um, deal with this um, very, very dangerous and, and pervasive virus. And all around the world, governments are, are attempting to, to um, safeguard their populations from the spread of this virus. And, and um, we're reading about this sort of every day. Now, in this, um, in this text, it's referring to a, a different disease. And, and the disease that's um, spoken of here is a disease which is spoken of all through the Bible and pertains universally um, to human beings. And um, in the Bible, a great sort of number of references uh, a great number of um, descriptions are given of the disease that we as human beings all suffer from all around the world. And if, if I was to um, sort of point up just several of the leading symptoms of that disease, um, you'd have to say that idolatry was one of them, that human beings everywhere, uh, without exception, um, before they met Christ, that is, uh, they discarded the true God and they um, put in his place something else, something else that they wanted to worship and they wanted to give their hearts to. If you were to think of another symptom, you might think of the fact that we, all of us universally, before we met Christ, we sat in darkness uh, we were ignorant of God and we didn't, we didn't really know ourselves, uh, let alone knowing the true God who made us. Another thing that one could say was that we, without exception, are desperately wicked. And that's an amazing statement made in the Old Testament to do with the deep-seatedness and pervasive effect of sin on our human nature, on our physicality and on our spirituality these three things and many other things are said of ourselves as human beings so we're we're in a desperate situation we need help we need a physician uh, the thing is that the the disease that we're dealing with it's being spoken of in the bible is not a disease that you would go to a medical clinic for they can't deal with this disease you need a different clinic and you need a different physician, a different doctor. And the doctor spoken of in these two verses is, is Jesus Christ. He is the good physician. The amazing thing is that these verses were said of Jesus about 500 years before Jesus ever came into the world. And then he came into the world 
and we see him being that good physician, that good doctor. Um, he is said in these verses to, to do one great thing in his supplying medicine, shall we say, to the people universally who suffer this disease that's spoken of in the Bible. It says that he bore our sins. Now, you know, in the Bible, it says something even more foundational than that, that he was made sin. Uh, that's clearly said in the, in the New Testament. And that is the foundation of his doing this in these two verses. He was made sin so that he could bear our sin in his body on the tree. And that, that sort of statement is made in various ways in those two verses. And it's a statement which, which draws our attention to Old Testament language, particularly in the Old Testament books of Leviticus and of Numbers. There we see very frequently uh, that an animal, a priest, bore our sins. And here it says of Jesus Christ that he bore our sins. It's, 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 it's mosaic language. It's the language of sacrifice under the Old Testament. And here we're told very, very clearly that Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. Put forward by a loving God. Uh, presented as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. He bore our sins in his body on the tree so that through him we might be made the righteousness of God. So what are we going to do, you know, as human beings? The clinic's open. This clinic's open with this doctor. He's, he's offering himself to the world, dead for our sins. He's offering himself to people everywhere. And as was said in the previous talk by Duane, we come to that clinic and we receive that medication which can help us with this disease, this universal disease, when we come to him through faith. Um, I love the ninth chapter of Matthew because in that chapter, which is just full of Jesus healing people of physical diseases. It says that he didn't come into the world for people who are well. People who are well will not come to Jesus. People who think that they are not in need of Jesus's help will not come to Jesus. He came into the world for people who are sick, for people who know themselves not to be well, and who know that they need Jesus's help. Later on in that, in that chapter, two blind men were asked by Jesus, um, do you think that I, can, that I can do this? And they said, yes, we believe that you can do this. And that's how we need to come to Christ. We need to come to Christ convinced that Jesus Christ, through his death, when he bore our sins in his body, offers to us that one medication which God is offering to the world. We need to come to him in faith, and through faith we receive and will be made well. Now, one last thing. 
I, re I noticed that, um, you know, in Britain and in various places of the world, people every day, and I hope we do it one day in New Zealand, are standing on their street corner and outside their house and they're clapping and they're clapping all of the people in the health services and other services in the countries who are helping people to be made well and doing all they can to help people to be made well. And I hope, you know, that that is what you're doing today on Easter Friday when you think of this um, Good Friday, the best day of the year, really, um, when Jesus died for our sins, according to the scripture, and for in his body our sins so that we might be made the righteousness of God. I hope you're clapping him and in your hearts thanking him for how good he's been to us in giving us such a wonderful, wonderful salvation. So let's pray. Eh? Thanks so much, Lord, for the words and with the stripes we are healed. And uh, we pray that today uh, in our rooms, in our houses, with all of us gathered around this word that will come to you right now as those two blind men did. Totally confident that you have it within your power to heal us, to take away our sins and to renew our hearts so that what was desperately wicked is now made new and we made new creatures, our sins forgiven through our Lord Jesus Christ. Bring us to you today. Open our hearts so that our hearts might be filled. Lead us to you so that we might come to you. We ask this for your namesake. Amen.